This episode is powered by Untold Content's Innovation Storytelling Training. Increase buy-in for your best ideas in this immersive and interactive, story-driven experience, where your teams refine their storytelling techniques for their latest projects, prototypes, and pitches, plus get inspired by 25 epic examples of impactful innovation stories. Learn more at untoldcontent.com slash innovation storytelling training. Welcome to Untold Stories of Innovation, where we amplify untold stories of insight, impact, and innovation. Powered by Untold Content, I'm your host, Katie Trout-Taylor. Our guest today is Amy Beckley. She is CEO and owner of MFB Fertility, Inc. They are the makers of the Prove Test, the first clinically validated rapid response urine progesterone test, which lets women test their levels quickly and affordably in the comfort of their own homes. Amy, you describe your company as scientists looking to change the way infertility is diagnosed and treated by creating innovative hormone testing devices. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It is such a pleasure to be here. Thanks for joining us. Could you share where your personal story of innovation began? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've always known that I wanted to be a scientist and, um, you know, scientists have extra schooling. So I got a bachelor's and then got a PhD and then did a postdoc, um, finally started a career and decided that, you know, it was time for my husband and I to start a family and being this smart, educated, PhD-holding woman that I was, thought it was going to be super easy to have a child. I mean, how hard could it be? We're told just one time, and um, you know, you could you could have a pregnant, unwanted pregnancy. Um, so we started trying and trying and yet trying, and we just never were successful. Um, I did get pregnant a few times and tragically lost those in the first couple weeks. Um, and when I called different physicians saying, hey, there's something wrong with me, I mean, my science brain was definitely kicking in going, yeah, it should take not take this long. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. But when I called the doctors, none of them wanted to treat me. They said, you know what? You haven't been trying long enough. You haven't had enough miscarriages. Um, and so we're not going to give you additional testing, just, just try on your own. Um, and that just made me very frustrated, very alone, very lost. And when we finally hit that magical 12 month mark, we'd had two losses. We went and saw a reproductive endocrinologist and he ran a bunch of tests and he couldn't find a single thing wrong with me. And the diagnosis that I got was unexplained infertility which is like the worst because you're infertile and they have absolutely no, no reason why. So there had to be a reason. They just didn't know what it was. So the only thing that I could do was IVF. They said, you know, you can continue trying and maybe you'll conceive or you can do in vitro fertilization or IVF, which is about $15,000 per cycle. And that is going to give me the highest chance of success. So sick of waiting, sick of being frustrated, having losses, I was all in. I'm like, you do your magic on me, please. Like, I just want a baby. Uh, We went through two cycles. Uh, The first one was an epic failure. Um, The second one looked like it was going to fail, but, you know, final hour, positive pregnancy test, and that turned into my son, who is almost 10, 
Oh, wow. Congratulations. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Amy, what's so wild, the first time that we got to speak together is we have the exact same story. Up until your journey with IVF, I was able to get pregnant through other means, but I literally, every emotion, every experience from the miscarriages to the lack of understanding and, and the you know decision by my OB at the time to not really be very proactive and just sort of let those things happen without further testing and support. Um, I can relate on such a deeply personal level. And I know so many women can. If, if you're listening to this podcast and um, I know we're diving really deeply into personal stories uh, about major pain points, right? There's almost no deeper pain point really than infertility. What, what, it's one of the deeper struggles that we have as humans. And um, we're going to talk today about how to innovate in that space, which is so personal and such a difficult thing to experience for those of us who've been through it. And um, and I bet even if listeners are listening and they think, well, I've never heard of anyone you know, going through that, it's it's far more common than you think. Is it that one in five yeah. pregnancies end in miscarriage? Is that it, right, Amy? It's one in four pregnancies end in miscarriage, and one out of every five couples deals with infertility. Wow! So, wow. so we're major, not alone. Yeah, yeah, and and most people, it's a silent battle because it's a very hard thing to deal with as a woman. Um, yes, and and nobody wants to admit that this this is happening. I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to tell anybody it was, it was embarrassing. It made me feel less of a woman. Um, you know, cause I thought it was gonna be something that easy, like, look at all these people that can do it. Why couldn't I, why couldn't I conceive? So absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And to feel that pain point and go through it, that's, that's difficulty enough, but you actually decided to lean in and apply your scientific knowledge to innovate against it. Tell us where that got started. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So when my son was about 18 months old, I turned to my husband and I said, you know what? I am crazy, but I think I want another child. <laughs> and he was willing to kind of give it a go. But I said, you know what? This time I don't want to do IVF. I really want to go back and talk to my doctor and try to diagnose what was wrong with me. Um, and so, you know, being a, a scientist, I could have conversations with him in his office. We talked about all kinds of things. Like, why do you think this didn't work? Or why didn't you do that? Or what did you find on this lab, re- lab report? And I came up with this theory that I had improper ovulation. So ovulatory disorders are the number one cause of infertility. And, you know, obviously ovulation is the process of creating an egg and you need an egg to be fertilized to get an embryo and a a baby. And I was obviously making eggs because I would get pregnant, um, but I would lose it. And so my, my theory was I didn't have a healthy ovulation and my body just wasn't prepared to receive that embryo and to nourish it through the entire pregnancy. So, you know, I had these conversations with my doctor and, um, you know, I was lacking a hormone called progesterone and, and that was the theory. And I said, you know what, I don't have enough. Can, can you just give me more? So they make bioidentical progesterone that you basically supplement your own progesterone with a, a medication that you can get prescribed. And so we did that. And within two months, I was pregnant and I wow. stayed pregnant and she's now almost seven. 
Oh my goodness. That's a beautiful story. <laughs> wow. How incredible. And so really it was, you figured out that there, the expensive IVF route was not necessary. There were other solutions possible. Yeah. 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 I mean, my, my daughter was hundred percent natural and just needed a little bit of help. I mean, the supplement costs like 50 bucks a month. It wasn't huge expense. And I was like, wow, if, if women had this knowledge and could understand if they were ovulating properly, they could maybe potentially save themselves from IVF and waiting that arbitrary 12 months or, you know what, not having a single miscarriage. Why does a woman have to have three miscarriages to get this kind of testing? It just blows my mind. And so absolutely, that was my soapbox. And that was, that was why I invented this product. I said, you know, women, couples, we deserve better. We should not have to sit around and wait and we should empower ourselves and be able to have better conversations with doctors. Um, and so, you know, we invented a, a very easy way to track the quality of your ovulation. So, you know, are you ovulating? Is it a successful, healthy ovulation? Um, and so we, is it simple urine-based test? You can go buy it off Amazon or website, Target, take it home, collect first morning urine, dip a strip, you know, wait five minutes, read the number of lines. Super easy. We try to make it so accessible for women to do. And then if they're not ovulating and they're getting neg- negative results, that's amazing information and insight that they can take to their doctor and say, you know what, I've only been you know, trying to conceive for like four months, but I've been taking these tests and it shows that I'm just not ovulating. Um, and let's start the conversations now. I mean, if a woman's not ovulating, I don't care if she waits four months, six months, one year, two years, she's not going to get pregnant. So why is there this arbitrary time limit? So that, that's the whole mission is just to empower people with information so they can advocate for themselves. Yes, exactly. Can you tell us some of the challenges to disrupting the healthcare system in this way? We're creating a product and a category. Um, You know, if you look, if you're trying to conceive, the biggest product out there is when am I fertile? How am I going to predict ovulation? Yeah, sort of like your typical pea stick ovulation test, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and those are great for timing when to have intercourse. When am I fertile? Um, but what they don't tell you is, did I actually ovulate and do I even have a chance at conception? Is my body prepared for that embryo if it was fertilized and ovulation tests, that's what exactly what it's called. It's an ovulation test. It's not a, I'm predicting ovulation. It's just ovulation. And Hmm. so there's a big misconception that, oh, I had a positive ovulation test. I must have ovulated. I mean, it's not it's easy to understand why there's a misconception, um, but we have to go in and communicate with women saying, yes, take the ovulation test, time intercourse, because that is very, very important, but also confirm healthy ovulation with proof. It, you know, we work better together. And we say that all over our packaging, all of our website, yes. that it's like more information is power. And so it's, it's hard to educate um, consumers about how, you know, how this adds additional knowledge and additional piece of information. Um, in the beginning, it was very hard. Now it's not as hard because there's more people. We've, we've helped a lot of women uh, figure out the problem 
talk to their doctor, get the treatment, and now they're pregnant. And so we're seeing more and more of these stories. I was on our, I have a, we have a private message board um, for, for women to, so they can support each other and communicate because it is so isolating. We're like, we need to have a forum for women to connect and offer advice and help each other. And I was on it last night and I counted eight pregnancies. I was wow. just blown away. I was Absolutely. like, man, it's just so beautiful. That it, yeah. <laughs> You know, community really can't be stressed enough in this this particular innovation challenge because, you know, and the other challenge too is when you're trying to look for community, it's difficult to assess its credibility. You know, right. when you, whenever a woman is typing in a question to Google about very specific changes in her body during, you know, ovulation or trying to get pregnant or during pregnancy, you can be presented with any number of forums that lead you down strange rabbit holes that might convince <laughs> you that, that a, you know, one person's experience is sort of like the, the be all end all. It's very difficult and it's hard to find community, especially with other people who are going through the same thing, even though it is so common. So it, it's beautiful that you've created that aspect of the product as well. And it's not just um, the product itself. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that was huge, huge for us is we're not just a product company, but we were a education and a support community. Um, we want to, to give knowledge. We recommend products all the time. You know, we partner with, with sperm test companies or supplement companies, or do you, just giving people access to good products and good information that's going to help them um, lead them forward. Um, I, you know, we started the, the community. We were on Amazon because we realized that if, if, if you just sell on your website, most of the, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows this, but most of the reviews on people's websites are not, not true. They're not valid. It's like, I don't know a single, you know, manufacturer's website that's got anything less than like a 4.8 star review rating. <laughs> right? <laughs> sure, sure. And so for me, it was very, very important to go on Amazon where it's a public forum and you can write reviews and it wasn't a bias system because I want people to have the products that they need. I want them to share what worked and what didn't work and how it worked. And because I don't want them to buy the product if it's not right for them. And I don't want to sell them something that's not going to help them. Yeah, exactly. So being very, very transparent and very open. And, you know, when we sell our kits, it's an open invitation to connect with us. We have, take a picture, send it here. Like we have, the majority of our staff is about communicating with the consumers and making sure that they get what they need out of the product. So we're very, very consumer focused and we, that's, that's part of our brand values. Absolutely. Yeah. And it has to be when you're introducing something that requires a bit of education, that's sort of a, a new thing for consumers. It's a new thing for healthcare providers to be convinced that this is important and it, it's going to play a role in how they tackle this problem. So I, I think that makes a, a lot of sense that you would give a lot of care to the consumer experience and helping support them and educate them. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me, you know, as an innovator, did did you think of yourself as an innovator before this uh, this life problem led you down the path of creating the Prove Test? Um, sort of. I mean, my first job was at a biotech company, and we did drug development for cancer. 
And I thought that was just amazing that we were creating products that were changing lives. So I've always thought of, hey, I'm not going to be a scientist that just writes research that that sits there. I'm going to be the scientist that takes that research that that all these other amazing scientists have done and make a product out of it. And, you know, we need both in this world. We need all kinds of people and they're really good at doing science. And I'm really good at taking that science and putting it into an innovative new technology, making it available for people. So I've always had that mindset, like that's what I want to do. It wasn't until the purpose and the passion behind it, which was, this is the product that I have to create. Yes, absolutely. That makes so much sense. Do you, what do you think is next for Prove and your entrepreneurial journey? Um, You know, we're really passionate about just getting people to their happy endings. And we're doing a really good job of helping women detect problems. And we want to switch the focus to how do we get the treatment? How do we help them find the solution? So really closing that loop between detecting and solving. And so we're building our platform to connect directly. So, you know, we have an analog test. It's one line versus two lines, very easy. But we built an app that basically digitizes that information. It makes it super easy. Woman opens the app. Oh, today I take this test. Great. Open camera, take test, reads it, grabs it. And then eventually um, it'll build the graph for her and it'll tell her, you know, results look good or, hey, they're not so good. You should reach out. And then we want to be able to connect those those women to doctors that can treat them. So if she needs some type of medication treatment, that she can get those resources. Um, And then the other side is there's a lot of things you can do that don't require going to the doctor. There's supplements, there's foods, there's certain lifestyle things that you can do to naturally put your body back into balance so that you can conceive naturally without even having to go to a doctor getting any prescriptions. And so we're building out that more holistic, natural approach to, you know, here's what your hormones are saying. Here's kind of what we recommend based off of your unique profile that you do to change your lifestyle to be more conducive to conception. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So, so really it's this sort of, you know, full community. It's a full educational experience as well as of course the product, which helps inform. I, I remember you know, at a personal level, just experiencing that, uh, the more information I could get my hands on, the better. And it was such, uh, it was such a relief anytime I could figure that out in in that particular journey. So, um, that, that makes so much sense that you're playing all those different strategies at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, women aren't, we're not robots. There's not like one thing that we want to do. You know, we've realized that women have all kinds of passions that they want to do and some want to go to doctors and some don't. And so who are we to tell them has to be X or has to be Y, but rather enable them to make those decisions and give them those resources that they can follow what their heart tells them to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Amy, are there any other pieces of advice that you would give to other people looking to innovate? You got to be passionate about what you're doing. Just it, it's you got to. Um, it, it, the journey is a lot of ups and a lot of downs. You have days where you're just done. 
you have days where you're like, oh, this is amazing. Um, and the only thing that really gets you through is, is the passion. And, and if you don't have that, it's going to be very, very difficult to do. So, um, you know, it, it's very, very rewarding. It's very, very hard. So passion is definitely something. Yes. And it's something that you can just read too, to, you know, um, and it has to sustain you through all of the emotional ups and downs of entrepreneurship. So uh, yeah, uh, I love that piece of advice. Where can our listeners find you on social media and online? Um, yeah, at prove test. So P R O O V test, uh, com is the website. It's also the, the social handle. So we have a huge Instagram, um, content strategies. We do a lot of education giveaway and it's, you know, prove test is the handle. Um, we're also on Amazon, so you can go in, read the reviews, learn about the products, see if it's right for you. We are also at target, uh, nationwide online. I know, I know. (laughs) It's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's really exciting. Um, we also have a private Facebook group. Um, if you go to our website and you scroll, uh, to the top, it says prove community. You just click on that and you'll go straight to, it's through Facebook because nobody wants another login is <laughs> <laughs> what, you know, what we were told, which I totally get. Um, it's through Facebook and we let anybody in the group that wants to learn about it. Um, they don't have to have already purchased it. They just want to browse and, and see what it's all about, how to test, ask questions, whatever it is. So, you know, we encourage people that are going through this battle. They don't know if this is really the right thing for them. Um, they have questions about whatever it is, you know, join the group, connect with women. We have an amazing, amazing group of women in there that is just a really awesome free resource for anybody who's struggling because anything we can do to help them struggle less is our mission. Amazing. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for the advice and thank you for sharing your thoughts on innovation um, and the stories that have emerged and, and the passion that has that has uh, really driven you to scale your business and be so successful. I'm so grateful to have had you on the podcast, Amy. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to follow us on social media and add your voice to the conversation. You can find us at Untold Content.